This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. While big news here, Daimler is going to split into two separate companies. Let's start with the headlines. The truck and bus part of the company keeps the Daimler name, while the car part of the business gets the name Mercedes-Benz. Not only will the commercial division be spun off, but it gets its own separate stock listing, its own fully independent management, and its own standalone corporate governance, including an independent chairman of the board. Current Daimler shareholders will get a bunch of stock from Daimler Truck, and it will happen before the year is out. Those are the details. And while there's plenty of corporate speak about how they'll be able to unlock the full potential of Mercedes-Benz and Daimler Trucks, by collaborating with financial and service companies to provide financing, leasing, and mobility solutions, we know what this move is really about. Trying to be viewed less like a traditional automaker to get its stock price up. It's also about brand image. Some people had a hard time wrapping their heads around the fact that Mercedes-Benz, the same brand with some of the most luxurious vehicles in the world, is also the brand on trucks that haul around slop. Also, the commercial market is likely to stick with piston power for a longer period of time. So, the Mercedes-Benz brand will be able to separate itself from that as well. That chip shortage is preventing automakers from building up inventory. Based on numbers from Ward's Intelligence, there are 700,000 fewer vehicles sitting on dealer lots in the U.S. compared to a year ago. Even so, there are still 2.7 million vehicles in inventory, so Ward says automakers should be able to keep up with demand. The problem varies by automaker and brand. For example, Acura and Buick have over 100 days of inventory, while Chevrolet and Mercedes have 46 days. And the chip shortage is finally disrupting General Motors. The automaker announced it is suspending production all of next week at three of its plants in Kansas, Ontario, and Mexico. And it's also cutting production at one of its plants in Korea in half. Some of the vehicles those plants build include the Chevy Malibu, Equinox, and Trax, Cadillac XT4, GMC Terrain, and Buick Encore. The company is focusing on keeping its plants that build its full-size trucks and SUVs up and running. Auto Forecast Solutions estimates that GM will produce 10,000 fewer vehicles next week due to the disruption. And it could be a while before chip supplies are back to normal. IHS Market says the shortage may extend into the third quarter of the year and global light vehicle production will drop by 672,000 units in the first quarter. China will feel the biggest impact at 250,000 units. The Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company makes nearly 70% of the chips used in the auto industry, but it currently can't keep up with demand, which is causing a bottleneck.
We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. Hey, we invite you to join us for a great gearhead deep dive into Cadillac CT4 and CT5 V-Series Blackwings this afternoon. Tony Roma, Cadillac's chief engineer for these cars, will be our guest on Autoline After Hours. If you've got questions you'd like to ask, send an email to viewermail at autoline.tv or tweet it to us at Autoline. Chris Pockert from Roadshow by CNET will also stop by, so join John and Gary as we learn how Cadillac kicked the V-Series up another notch. The Stellantis Group's DS brand is adding a fourth vehicle to its lineup. The DS4 is a C-segment crossover that's based on the group's EMP2 platform, which underpins other vehicles like the Citroen C5 and Peugeot 4008. While it features a sweeping silhouette, the bodywork is quite angular, which is highlighted by the daytime running lights, or what it calls DS wings. The digital instrument cluster and flush-mounted infotainment display are pretty standard for the day, but we think the overall interior design has a bit of a futuristic vibe. The DS4 will be available with a number of gasoline engines, as well as a diesel and plug-in hybrid setup. The latter combines a turbocharged four-cylinder engine with an electric motor that together produce 225 horsepower. It did not reveal the size of the battery pack, but says the vehicle will be able to go 50 kilometers or 31 miles on battery power only, which is based on the WLTP test cycle. Look for the DS4 to go on sale in Europe in the fourth quarter of this year. Under CEO Jim Farley's leadership, Ford is scaling back its global operations like GM has already done. Recently, Ford backed out of a partnership with Indian automaker Mahindra. It ended production in Brazil, and now it's canceling an EV partnership with Chinese automaker Zote. Ford said that China's EV policies have changed since it signed a deal with Zote several years ago, which led to its decision. Ford didn't reveal what policies it's referring to, but in a statement, the company said it will focus on utilizing its existing operations in the country and pursue a more flexible business model in China. Speaking of Ford, it's launching a new off-road racing version of the Bronco called the Bronco 4600. It's based off the Bronco two-door chassis and powered by a twin-turbo 2.7-liter V6 mated to a 10-speed automatic. Fox coilover shocks, Willwood brakes, portal hubs, locking differential, and 35-inch tires are just a few of the highlights. The trucks will be used to race in the Ultra 4 stock class beginning this year. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. And by SAP Industry Cloud for Automotive. 
Lada is kicking off the first joint project between Russia's Autovaz and Renault, a reimagination of the largest family of vehicles. It gets a new bumper, hood, fenders, grille, headlamps, and wheels, while the Russian-specific version also receives a reinforced chassis and better anti-corrosive protection. The interior is refreshed with a new dashboard design, steering wheel, seats, and infotainment system. Pre-sales of the new Largus will start later this year. And here's something we think you might find fun. Skoda's Icons Get a Makeover series sees its current designers come up with modern interpretations of some of its most historic models. Its latest episode focuses on a young designer who wanted to take a fresh look at the Skoda 1203, a van that launched in 1968 and ran until the 1990s, being used for everything from an ambulance to a hearse. This new version is a pop-up camper van with nods to the original in the form of a cab-forward design, long straight character line down the side, and rounded headlamp. But overall, it's less rounded than the original and features a much more modern lighting signature and interior layout. The designer said he wants you to know it was a 1203 without being too retro. And if you think this is cool, click on the link we provided to see the whole series. And if you want to see creations like this come to life, legendary customizer and designer Chip Foose has been doing a similar show on Haggerty's YouTube channel. Even though car sales are falling in Europe, sales of EVs nearly tripled. Europeans bought more than 1 million BEVs and plug-in hybrids last year, achieving 10% market share. Meanwhile, in the U.S., sales of BEVs fell 14% last month. That was mostly due to a massive drop in sales of Tesla's Model 3. But it wasn't the only one. Sales of the Chevrolet Bolt, Hyundai Kona, and Jaguar I-Pace also fell. But a number of BEVs did better. The Audi e-tron, Porsche Taycan, Nissan Leaf, Kia Niro, and Hyundai Ioniq saw sales increase. And the Mustang Mach-E and Polestar 2 entered the segment. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and we hope to see you again tomorrow.